Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Camel, joined by best-selling author Rachel Cruz, who is a newly minted author of a kid's book called I'm Glad for What I Have, and I'm excited to read it to my little two-and-a-half-month-old. I've heard you can do that, Rachel. Many people message me. You should. You should be always be reading. Always be reading. That's beautiful. And she'll learn contentment from two months old. What a gift. What a gift it is. What a great dad you are, George. I've been told that. For reading her. If I had a nickel, Rachel, for every... (laughs) I'd have one nickel, maybe, from you. Oh, that's fun. Well, we're taking your calls at 888-825-5225. We'll talk about your life and your money. Jared joins us in Salt Lake City to kick us off. Jared, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Sure. What's happening? Um, well, I was just kind of wondering your guys' opinion. Um, right now, me and my wife are full-time employees at the family farm and uh we're we're gonna move away um and my grandparents who own the farm are about to go on a like one year religious thing um so they're not going to be around at the farm to kind of run things so the only people left at the farm would be my aunt and uncle I kind of feel like when the time comes for us to leave, there's going to be some, you know, kind of, we really need you to stay. Um, and I don't really know what to do. Mm. How old are you? Uh, 23 and my wife's 22. Jared, I want to release you from any burden that you are feeling right now. You're carrying something that you don't need to carry. I understand why. You're a great guy. But this is not your responsibility, this this farm. It's not. It, this is something that you guys have chosen for a season to be a part of. But you're also 23. And if you handcuff yourself to something like this, especially a family business, there's going to be a lot of resentment and a lot of pain that you don't have to carry and that you don't need to live in. So are you for your aunt and uncle, are you... Is it a story you've made up in your head, Jared, or have they have you all had discussions actually in reality about this? Um, so I, I've discussed moving away with my aunt and uncle, and I'm kind of too afraid to talk about it with my grandparents because um, they really do need the help. Um, but why does it have yeah. to be you? Are you the only person on planet Earth capable of helping? Sometimes it feels like it. They're <laughs> not. They're just, <laughs> and they've probably made you feel that way. They're like, you're so helpful. We can't imagine doing this without you. You guys are so great. And you're married, right? Yeah. Did yeah. your wife sign up to be a part of this family farm for the rest of her life? Um, I guess not. You know, we kind of want to move away and farm. You know, we're really passionate about agriculture that's really what we want to do but um well you're not doing anything immoral i I have a question why do you want to move away what's the is it just to kind of have your own thing is it what's the motivation for that um kind of to have our own thing um you know my dad doesn't work there so the kind of writings on the wall there like i've worked my whole life but i'd kind of just be an employee you know yeah um and Right now we rent 
that my grandparents' old house, which also doubles as the farm's office, and there is nowhere near us that is even close to within budget, like at all. What are you making? The only reason we can work there, uh, I make about forty thousand, and then my wife makes maybe about five to ten thousand on top of that. Okay, is she You're, working on the farm too? Yeah, you yeah, guys are severely be, underpaid. She makes <laughs> she makes ten thousand dollars a year. Is she working full time? No, no. I guess my wife doesn't work full time. I guess I said that wrong, but she just kind of does. Uh, okay. Some clerical stuff, you know, okay. um, which works out good. It, it works out really well because we we have a, a like a year and a half old, and then we've got another one on the way. So oh, it's congratulations. Nice to see can work and be a mom at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens? Let's say you snap your fingers. Where would you go, and what would you do? Um, we would be farming. Uh, down south from us, and we'd probably be just farming produce. Um, but that means you need to have some land? How would that work? So her her family lives down south from us, and we'd probably maybe move in with them for a little while, and then... Uh, I want you to get your own place and have some independence. I want you relying less on family because it's going to add these weird handcuff situations like you found yourself in. So what would it take for you guys to live on your own, rent your own place, have your own financial stability, and then do your own thing? Um, I, I've kind of looked at that. Uh, I need to get my CDL and then maybe uh, have a full-time CDL job I lined up right when I get out of the farm and then kind of use that money to buy some property. Okay. Do you guys have it's any debt? Um, so we got all our student loans paid off and the only debt we have now is my truck and I only owe like 1700 bucks left on it. Okay. So we can knock that out quick. What were your degrees in? I leave it there to build the credit. Um, we didn't, we didn't finish our degrees out. Okay. So what I would say, Jared, if I were you guys, you're 23, you guys are figuring out life. I mean, you're, you're starting a family and... You've had a great opportunity working on the family farm, but you know in your gut it's not going to be the long-term play. So, Jared, you're going to have to have the uncomfortable conversation. And here's the deal. To to be unclear is to be unkind. To be clear is to be kind. And Jared has to be very clear, kind, be kind in the clearness, but you need to be very clear with your aunt and uncle. And I would have the discussion personally sooner than later and just to say hey we don't have a time frame because you don't right now jared i mean you guys are th- talking about maybe we'll maybe we'll move in here i kind of gotta get this license you don't really have a plan right now there's not a concrete like hey this is exactly what we're gonna do step one step two step three we can do it in 18 months and boom you don't have that yet but you know it's coming so i would have the conversation just out of respect for them so that they can plan and to say hey guys uh, here's kind of what our gut's saying. We're probably not going to be here full time. Uh, my wife and I, we're going to sit down. We're going to create a plan, create a timeline. And once we do that, we're going to let you guys know that so that you have the time to backfill our positions if you need to. But I just want to give you the heads up that we're not going to be here long term. And you need to have that conversation, Jared. And, and that's that. And regardless of how they react, that's on them. Nothing in this means that you are 
born into this thing and you have to do this thing, right? I mean, like that's, I work for a family business. I'm like, I would be miserable if I felt like this is where I had to be all the time and I was forced in it and I didn't want to have some awkward conversation. Life is too short, Jared. Life and your wife, your wife deserves a husband and you guys deserve a marriage that's yours fully. So don't live with someone else's expectations. So create a plan, communicate it early and be guilt-free of it because that's okay. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSE. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by the Rachel Cruz this hour. And the number to call is 888-825-5225. This is a rare combo. When Rachel and I get to host together, we, we do host Smart Money Happy Hour, another <laughs> show on Ramsey Network where we have a great time. Usually with a cocktail in hand. Very so different we're a style. a little bit more relaxed on that. That's right. <laughs> we're real uptight over here. We're, we're going we're gonna to do The Ramsey Show. But We've we, got this. But we there's got our always intense uh, voices on for this show. Yeah, we, we put on our big boy pants today. <laughs> but hey, if you want to check out all of the shows, we got so many on the Ramsey Network with our friends Ken, John, Rachel. Uh, I've got a YouTube channel. So there's always something coming out from us. There's a, You can't be bored. You can't say we don't put out enough content. We're trying to help as many people as we can out there. So we appreciate all of you who tune yeah, in Yeah, and if you weekly. guys love it, will you share the show and subscribe to some of these, put reviews out there. Yes. It's just really helpful um, when y'all spread the word, share it with friends and all of it um again we want people to get control of their money and i think that's one of the best ways to do it it's free you can listen anytime nothing yeah so share it with your friends with your family uh and again subscribe if you can leave reviews all that's so helpful all right let's get to the phones danielle is in los angeles what's going on danielle hi hi you guys i hope this was a fun one for you thank you Um, we needed a soft toss here danielle (laughs) (laughs) so my husband and i were 48 and 52 um, we have a lump of cash, about $112,000 right now, that we'd saved up for taxes. Cancer messed with us earlier in this year, and so mm. we just weren't doing anything with the money. But now we're past all of that stuff, Good. and we are Past cancer? Past cancer. Oh, I'm wonderful. so thankful. That's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, so we are behind on retirement savings for our age. We only have about $200,000 combined between the two of us. And we have a mortgage balance of $337,000 that we are very anxious to pay off. We've like had a lot of things come up since we've been debt-free in 2017. So we haven't been able to like push on the mortgage like I want to. And I want to know if you guys would condone (laughs) playing around with the money a little bit, like getting a brand new car, which we've never bought a brand new car doing some home upgrades or if we need to be smarter and like just lump it into investment because we're so behind or 
push on the mortgage. What's your household income? Um, we were at about 300 k a year. That is good news. Okay. Yeah. And outside of the retirement, what kind of equity do you have in the home? A lot. Our, our home is probably worth about $1.6 million if we were to sell it. But we're not. I mean, okay. yeah, we're not yeah, moving. Yeah. We have young kids still. But you've got about $1.2 plus million in equity in the home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good well, But news. I want to have all of the equity. <laughs> sure. Yes. Well, you're yes. going to knock this mortgage out real quick, making 300000 I'd love to see you guys get aggressive now that you have this. But the question is, we have this pile of money. Is this above and beyond mm-hmm. your emergency fund? Yes. We have an emergency fund besides this. Plus the hundred twelve. Okay. Yes. So if I'm in Danielle's shoes, I've got this mortgage, yeah. we're behind on retirement, and you want to buy a brand new car. And, you know, we mm-hmm. tell people, just so the listeners are clear, the only time you should buy a brand new car, if you want to, is once you have a million-dollar net worth. And the cars mm-hmm. should add up to no more than half of your annual income. So you guys yeah. are not violating any principles so far, but the question yeah. is the opportunity cost. That's what you're struggling with. Yeah, and we're thinking that we would probably spend about sixty k, which sounds ridiculous to us, on a car. Because we've never, we've always bought used cars. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm guessing, I'm wondering if like, it's just not worth it to do that yet. We should catch up or at least shovel this into Do y'all need a new car, Danielle? Where, what's your current? No. Okay. It's more just <laughs> no. for fun. Yeah, yeah, no. It's I because, appreciate the honesty. It's because I drive a boring gray van and I want something more fun yes. for me. Yeah. Um, that would still fit my family. So. Yeah. Okay. Wait, we, we may have different answers on this, Rachel. I, f- I feel like there's Ooh. some middle ground here where we can get you... A great car, and yes. we can shovel a bunch of money much, into retirement. How much for the gray van could you get? How much? What do you mean? Like if you sold oh, it. How much could I get if I sold it? Uh-huh. I mean, Five? probably like... Oh, Ten? Oh, it would be like... Oh, no, 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 no. It would be more. Probably like 25. So, we just bought it a few years ago. But so it's you're new, not driving a hoopty here. it has here. low mileage. Beautiful. Like, no, no, no. It's a nice van. Like... It just doesn't Everything excite Everything about you. it is nice, except for that I know that, to me, I have trouble yeah. finding in the parking lot because I forget what it looks like. It's, it's that, that forgetting. <laughs> I love it. Just slap a live like no one else bumper you know sticker on it. You know what I would do, Danielle? I would, yeah, yeah, you can get 25 for it, which is awesome. Um, yeah. You know, I would probably throw another, you know, I'm just throwing numbers out, 15, 20. Mm-hmm. Go get a great. You, I would get a used car. I don't think you need a brand new one. I mean, George and I were just talking about cars. It's like a, one a of the specific car. What's the specific I'm planning car? On a specific model that's coming out next year. It's an electric van. You know the VW Buzz vans that are coming out that are so cute, and they're electric, and it would fit my family, and it would fit our lifestyle. And how much is it going for? Sixty. Well, there's no. It. I think all in all, it would be about sixty for what we need. We need to like install an electric plug and do some things. So that would be my plan. Okay. Eh. It's really specific. Yeah. Well, you got time. Is the car even available? No. It's okay. coming out next year. I'm planning ahead. <laughs> I'm a planner. It's good. I feel like I'm I'm the type where if I eat my vegetables and I finish my plate, then I can have some dessert. And so I feel mm-hmm. like for you, you're in a similar boat where if we attack some of the mortgage, we put some of this and maxed out our retirement accounts for the year, I would feel good about money left over going toward upgrading the car. And if it's a year from now, maybe we start a sinking fund separately for the mm-hmm. car. To save, mm-hmm. to save to get what you what you want. It's not like you guys, I mean, we get people calling the show and their car's breaking down and they have to get a new one or they have to sell it because they have too much car debt and they have to find yeah. another one. You guys aren't in those dire straits. You just hate the van, which I totally you know understand that. So 
Uh, so yeah. yeah, I would do what George said. I would kind of use this money, split it three ways, put some at the mortgage. I would put some in retirement and then map out and say, okay, how much is left after that? And then how much do we need to save per month? And again, you're not in a rush to get this uh, this new car. But what no, if it no. took? But what if it took 12 months and you put some money away every single month, save towards it, mm-hmm. and then when it comes out or six months after it comes out, and you're like, okay, we have the cash for it, and you kind of just slowly walked away. I think you would feel more peace at that than just kind of jolting and and making kind of a snap decision. Mm-hmm. I like the and idea of planning and like putting some re- money aside. The the low amount that we have in retirement doesn't scare you. I mean, it scares me. How old are That's you guys? Right. How old are you guys? We're 48 and 52. Okay. So we got... And we only have 200K. So let's say you had 12 like, more working years making $300,000. I think you can have mm-hmm. a fine retirement if you max out all retirement, do catch-up contributions. You may use a, tax, a taxable brokerage account outside of that if you start to run yeah. out of options. So you guys will be okay, but that's like we're getting on a plan here. We're not just going to spend willy-nilly for the next 10 years. And mm-hmm. we're going to knock out this mortgage. Yeah. So I would have a set okay. game plan. And I like to, if if I was in your shoes, Danielle, truthfully, I'd probably pay off the mortgage and then feel really good about getting a whatever the heck kind of car I wanted. <laughs> and you guys could do that, yeah, that in a few years. Too. It wouldn't be a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're talking three years okay. and we attack this mortgage. You know, I'd be and like, you guys Let's just came out of a hard car. year, Danielle, with a cancer scare and, and everything that you guys have walked through. Yeah. So there's a level of an emotion for you that is understandable, but it's also mm-hmm. you feel this like, oh my gosh, I just want to have fun. Like, can I just please just have fun? And you're looking for an outlet to do that. And I'm wondering if you can kind of scratch that itch elsewhere while still being wise with this money that you guys have. Because I think this money could go further than just throwing mm-hmm. it at a new car. Um, I think you're right. <laughs> but I do wonder, but I'm like, you know, for this man, I'm like, I don't know. Is there... Again, you're not violating any principles here, so we're not going to yell at you if you do it. You'll yeah. be okay. But I think because of your own fear that you haven't done a good enough job with retirement... I don't think you would enjoy you the, the mortgage, new car at this point. You're going to have some guilt. Yeah. Because it feels like mm-hmm. more of an emotional purchase than like a rational one, you know? Yeah. I think you're all... That's very much right. That's exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to feel really great after yep. getting through it. Yep. And and okay. that's totally understandable. But see if you can celebrate. Mm-hmm. Go and spend $400 at an amazing dinner in L.A. That's true. And go, you know, go big. Like, go do something that you're just like, oh, I want to, like, kind of scratch that spending itch. Because I get that. I feel that. I love to spend. <laughs> Rachel's not scared to spend. I have a little more of the guilt. So this was a very balanced call here. But Danielle, thanks for letting us talk it through with you. We're honored to take the call. So glad to hear that this cancer is behind you, and we hope it stays that way. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. 
Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz. We've got a lot, of, a lot of fun things happening at RamseySolutions.com. And if you head to the store, there's a lot more fun happening because we've got the Christmas cash giveaway right now. We're giving away 500 bucks a week, $5,000 grand prize. You can enter every day for more chances to win. We also have the $12 sale, which is a killer deal to get some of our best-selling books like The Total Money Makeover, Baby Steps Millionaires, Own Your Past, Change Your Future, some of the questions for humans decks. And while you're at the store, you'll see some new and exciting products and I'm biased, Rachel, but uh, my new book, Breaking Free from Broke, is there on pre-sale, as yes, well as your pre-order. brand new kid's book, That's I'm Glad right. for What I Have, just released yesterday. Yes. Uh, there's also the 2024 Ramsey Gold Planner. We've got the Rachel Cruz wallet in Navy. I mean, we have it in Camel, but, you know, why we not have, have it in Navy? We do have it in Navy? Camel. You're welcome, George. It, it's not with welcome. a K. I was a little upset about that. Missed opportunity. I know. To have, have to my go face. with the color palette. But we're going Navy this, this season. Very excited about it. Very classy. Love a good Navy. Very mm-hmm. classy. So you can check that all out. It's a one-stop shop for all of your Christmas uh, shopping. Just go to RamseySolutions.com slash store to check it all out. Let's get to the phones. Sean joins us in Irvine, California. Sean, how can we help you today? Hi, guys. How you doing? I'm doing well. Doing great. Good, good, good. So I just had a quick question. Um so I currently, you know, I'm not in, I'm not in debt really that much, really just from school and, um, a surgery that I had, but that not, it doesn't even amount to like 20 grand, which is totally manageable. Um, but on, on the other hand, I don't, I have about seven credit cards, um, with very little balance. Uh, if anything, they're just my remedial, um, uh, they're paying for like Netflix, you know, like stuff like that uh, on payment plans every month for those, for that kind of stuff. Um, however, it does amount to over a hundred thousand dollars of open credit. Now with that much, are open you trying credit, to impress us, Sean? Cause it's not working so far. No, no, no. It's scary okay. because I, I need to get, I need to, I'm going to buy a house soon. Why? And what was that? Why? Um, because we're, our rent is just going out of control that I'm paying right now, okay. and it's almost amounting to a new house payment, um, a mortgage. If I just paid like $1,000 more, I'd be in a mortgage. How much do you so, make? So I make about $90,000 a year. Okay. And, Are you married? Uh, no. No. Okay. Who's You kept saying our, our rent, our rent. Oh, sorry? You kept saying our rent is going up. Who's the our? Is there someone else in the picture? Oh, our roommate. Roommates. Got it. How old are you? So I'm 31. Oh, I thought you were younger the way you were talking. Okay. <laughs> you're just too, you're that just too. so insulting, No, I meant George. it, I meant it in a good way. I meant it in a good uh, way, Sean. Um, you have a very young, energetic voice. <laughs> so you're 31. You want to buy a house for Sean? Yeah. Okay. Which will somehow save you money? Well, yeah, because I have like $170,000 saved up for this. Why are you hanging on and to debt when you have 170000 sitting there? No, I, I don't. Um, so the, ho- or, sorry, the, um, the hospital bill is interest-free. So um, if I'm not paying interest on it, I figured not to. So what do you owe in medical bills? Well, I want to know from Sean, what are you, what are you calling us for? What's your, what's your number one question? Should you buy a house? Is that the number one thing that so you want to know? With, with lenders, like seeing how much credit cards I've have, I have, is there a problem 
with um, Beth and see me having so many credit cards? Do I need to close some? I don't want to close any because it hurts. You know, I know it hurts your credit score. Um, okay. But I'm okay. So, Sean, you that. called a kind of a different show. Just so our advice mm-hmm. is going to be probably opposite of what you usually hear because we are not fans of credit cards. We're not even fans of a credit score. We're not fans of keeping around debt. We want debt in that entire game that everyone plays out of your life 100% forever, ever, amen. And that Sean's $90,000 that he makes is all his. There's no game to play. He has cash in the bank that's saved in a high-yield savings account for an emergency fund. He has a good down payment. He's funding retirement, and he's doing things that are good for Sean. This whole game that you're playing is normal. That's what most people do. But here at Ramsey, it is a completely different mindset to the point that we would say, close all of your credit cards, pay everything off, get a debit card, pay for Netflix with a debit card, and your credit score will lower because it is all mathematically calculated by debt. There's about seven seven layers of your credit score and it all has to do with debt. So when you stop going into debt, when you start paying off debt and eliminating debt, that score inevitably will go down to the point in about 12 months after paying off all your debt, it will be undetermined. It goes to a place that you can, they can't determine your credit score because you haven't had debt in over a year. So then you'll do a process called manual underwriting where they will actually underwrite you a mortgage, but that's after you're Mm -hmm. debt free with a fully funded emergency fund and at least 5% down for that mortgage because- for so many people, the thought is, well, if I just had a house, because yes, like you said, in some people, their rent is even more expensive than what a mortgage would be, right? I mean, it is insane yeah. what people are paying for rent. So I totally hear you. But when you own a home, it's very expensive. When things go out, there's not a landlord to be there. There's not roommates there to split up the rent, right? I mean, it becomes a very expensive process mm-hmm. and it's a great thing. Home ownership should be part of your financial picture. That's a part of building wealth, but we want you to do it in the right way. So, okay, so, so we're so opposite of everything. Against, <laughs> so against credit cards. Yeah. Right. Yep. So if let's just say, I mean, I, I have a business of my own and I wanted to expand and use credit for myself. How do you, without credit cards, how do you get expansion and trust from lenders? With what, only, why do you want more credit and more lenders? You just told me you were frightened by a hundred thousand dollar line of credit. Well, no, no, no. But like, let's just say, okay, so let's say I, I need to get something for my, my business, right? Some huge purchase that's going to help me make money in the, in the long run. Okay. We so would you save, just, save up and pay cash. Money. So move at the speed so of cash. If I pay that cash though, yes. Am I essentially draining my, my, my savings and all my, um, no, what's you know, draining is, your savings is making payments to 14 different lenders. You're going to spend the money anyways. We're just telling you do it up front when you have the money so you don't make stupid decisions that Sean regrets. There's no risk. And that's the other thing is you add on so much risk, especially in a business. We actually have a business conference going on right now with small business owners from all over the country. And it's amazing, especially in small business, that people out leverage themselves. And when something doesn't work, the amount of stress that is caused on that, it it never ends up good. And so we teach them to run their business completely debt free. And so even for this company, Sean, we have a thousand team Mm -hmm. members. And we only have business debit cards. We don't have a single dime of debt on this place. It's a $300 million paid for building. And we moved at the speed of cash. Dave's been doing this for 30 years. This building just opened four years ago. And so it's a slower pace. You're wanting to move very quickly. And there's a lot of podcasts and shows that will help you do that by leveraging debt. We just happen to swim upstream and go countercultural. Yeah. And, and to Sean, part of this you have to understand is that 
is that debt, there's a weight that you carry with debt. And everyone does. And now in our culture today, it's so normal that people get used to what they carry around. But there is a freedom that is caused when you don't owe anyone anything. And that autonomy is what's missing in our culture today. And that autonomy of being able to make your own choices, being able to have options because no one, you don't, no bank is in your life. There's there's nobody that you are financially attached to. You have complete autonomy. And there's power in that to be able to use your income to build wealth on the mathematical financial side. But there's an emotional, spiritual side of money too that a lot of people don't talk about. And there's a freedom that comes when there is no payments, you're not owed by anyone. You make different decisions in life when you don't have that risk. Hmm, I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, okay, I want you to hold on the line, uh, Sean, because Emily's going to pick up. Uh, I would love to give you Total Money Makeover. It's the best-selling book that we have here at Ramsey, written by Dave. And it'll walk you through the seven baby steps. Uh, it's a quick read, very easy. And this kind of, it'll give you an overall picture of it. And I hope, I hope you're enlightened by it, Sean. I love that you called because... Uh, yeah, call us back after newer. you read yeah, it. I want to hear your, your paradigm shift. Because we've helped shift. millions of people build wealth and get control of their money. It's just a totally different way than the world does it. So yeah. I'm glad you found this, though. And I, I've personally done manual underwriting, Sean, without a credit score, after I cut up my cards. And between Rachel and I, we have zero credit cards. That's what it amounts to. And our wallets are lighter and our souls are lighter for it. This is The Ramsey Show. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz. This is your show, America. You can give us a call at 888-825-5225. We're doing something fun this Friday, November the 10th, 12.30 Eastern Time, 11.30 Central Time. I'll be doing a free every dollar training showing you how to break the paycheck to paycheck cycle in just 90 days. Now, this isn't just for people who are broke. You might be doing the baby steps, you're out of debt, you still don't have the margin to invest that 15%, to throw at the house, to save up for that vacation. I'm going to show you step-by-step how to create margin in your budget by spending less, by making more, and by using our every dollar budgeting tool. So join me. It's totally free to sign up, but you got to sign up to get the link. Everydollar.com slash budgeting is the place to go. Everydollar.com slash budgeting. And if you can't make that exact time, don't worry about it. We'll send you a link. You can watch the replay. But I hope to see many of you there virtually. We'll be answering your questions, and it will be a good time. All right, Esther is in Logan, Utah. Esther, how can we help today? Hey, thanks for having me on. Um, So I kind of have a loaded question. I'll just give you a little background info real quick. So my husband and I finished baby step three and we want to buy a home so we don't throw away our money on rent essentially, but we plan to move within the next four years after my husband graduates college and commissions as an officer in the Air Force. Um, It's also important to note that we do not qualify to buy a home for the next 18 months because we are self-employed. So basically we'd only be in the home for two years. So our question is, do we save money for a down payment or spend our money elsewhere? That was a loaded question, Esther. A lot to unpack there. Um, (laughs) So how old are you two? So I'm 22 and my husband is 23. Okay. And you're in baby step three? Yep. When when will you be done with that? Oh, you're done. Sorry, we just finished. Okay. So now we're on to what we call baby step 3B. You want to save up a home down payment. And you're going to do that how quickly? Do you have a goal? Um, our goal is within a year. How much can you save in a year? Mm, we could probably save a little over 20K. So 
if we're looking to buy like a $400,000 home, it'd be about 3% or sorry, 5%. And what's your household income? Um, right now we're both working part-time and we make about 80K per year, but that is projected to increase. Okay. So Esther, I, when it comes to buying a home timeline-wise, I wouldn't yeah. buy one that I'm not there at least five years. So if you guys okay. won't even qualify for something and you're only going to be there two, I would I would probably rent um, until he's out of the Air Force and you guys know. Would you guys be stationed and move around, do you think, for, for a good season? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we would be. Yeah. So do, do you guys um, recommend, like, do you guys not recommend buying a home and then renting it out? No, because you're going to move and now you're going to be a long uh, a long distance landlord and then you're going to want to buy something else and then you're not going to have the money to do it because it's all tied up in this mortgage that you still have. And so you can see how it creates this weird cycle of risk and stress. Yeah. So I'm okay. going to pause on this dream. I want you to be homeowners, but uh, Rachel's right. I want you to think long-term and not just what's going to help us in the next two years. And you said these words at the beginning that I want to call out because I've heard this from many, many people. You said, we're throwing away money on rent. Can I free all the renters out there? You're not throwing away money on rent. Renting is not a sin. Renting is buying patience and it's very wise and I know it hurts. But you know what else hurts? Becoming a homeowner before you're ready and you become broke because you didn't realize how expensive homeownership can really be. And you buy at the top of the market and then, you know, who knows? And then you guys go to sell it in two years and you don't know where it's going to be. So there's just not enough time for it to fluctuate up and down to have some kind of sustainability um, to ride out any weird ups and downs. So yeah, I would um, I would still be having the dream though, Esther. And if you guys, how long will you guys be moving? Because I know with military families, uh, you know, you move every what, 18 months, two years. Do you know what, what, mm -hmm. what the future will look like? How long he'll be doing that for? Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it'll be at least 10 years. Okay. So it'll, it'll be a while. Yeah. Um, but with that money, would it be, would it be silly to upgrade our cars? What what money do you have? Do you what what do you have in savings? Or you're just talking about future savings? Yeah, future savings. Yeah, I think upgrading your cars I think is great. And again, in ten years you guys will be in your mid thirties, and if that's the mm -hmm. first time that you're putting a great down payment for a house, I just, I think I mean if anything it just kind of buys you time to say hey we have yeah. a decade to save a great down payment. Maybe even fifty percent of it, seventy percent of it, right? That'd be that, amazing. I mean, you have you have a while because, especially with military families going from city to city, short term, I wouldn't recommend, yeah, buying a house. Um, so yeah, you you guys have time on your side, and it's just going to be hard, Esther. I think you're probably going to look around and see your friends on, I don't know, Instagram, holding TikTok. their keys and smiling, yeah, yeah the and, new and, house. And, yeah, and it's and this that's yeah. just not going to be your story. It's, it's just not smart financially for you guys, and that's okay. And, and you have plenty of time to be homeowners. You have plenty of time to do all of this. Um, and you're going to do it the right way in a really wise way. And and I think that patience is going to be key, but it's going to be a level of contentment, Esther, that you're going you're gonna to have to find. But thank you guys for your service. Absolutely. I know there's so much sacrifice in that for you all. So um, tell your husband, thank you. Thanks for the call, Esther. Tion joins us up next in Washington, D.C. Tion, what's going on? Hey, how you guys doing? I'm excited to be on. Um, so I have a question. Um, I recently acquired um, or inherited some rental property or property. I also have my own rental property, uh, but I do also have some debt. Um, so I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's going to be the best approach for me for paying down the debt. 
and then also investing uh, for my future. Cool. How old are you? Uh, so I just turned 38. All right. And what's your household income? Um, so I make about 160. Great. And how much debt do you have? Okay. So the debt. So I have um, 53000 spread out between three credit cards. Ooh. What, what, what's, what's, what's on the credit cards? Just lifestyle um, or? A little bit of lifestyle. Um, I also A little bit of lifestyle. Parents. That's $53,000 yeah, worth of lifestyle. <laughs> well, no, what else? Is there yeah, other stuff or is it just lifestyle? Um, um, so I also recently lost a parent. So um, mm. I had to put a lot of, you know, funeral expenses okay. um, on credit cards as well. Mm. Um, I'm so sorry that, about that. that. A it, big portion of it. Is that Thank where you. the inherited property comes into play? It is. Okay. It is. Okay. Oh, okay, so um, $53,000 in credit card debt. What else? What do you own your car? Yep. Um, so I don't have any car payment. Um, so I pay for a car in cash. Okay. Um, so no no car payment. Awesome. I do have a per. Uh, yep, I have a personal loan for 1800 Okay. Any student and, loans? And then my last I do. I have about 83000 in student loans. Okay. And then this property that you inherited, um, what's it worth and what's owed on it? Um, so it's worth probably around like 300000 Okay. And about 70000 left on it. Okay. And then you have and another... The, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, yes. Uh, so I do have another rental property. Um, I paid one ten for it. And I currently owe about eighty thousand on the property. Okay. And what's it worth? You think it's um, worth one ten? Oh, it's worth about two hundred. I would say two hundred thousand. Awesome. Okay. And then, what's your primary residence? Um, so right now, I'm living with uh, my girlfriend. We rent. Okay. Um, and I, so yeah, no mortgage on that. Okay. Yeah, no mortgage. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Um, all right. I have a plan. I don't know if you're going to like it. <laughs> oh, man. I'm ready to hear. <laughs> I, man, if I'm in your shoes, like you could slog and try to knock out all this debt aggressively, but I think selling your rental property would clear a mm -hmm. huge chunk of this, and then you could clear the rest with your future income and hang on to that family inherited property. Okay. It would clear it all because okay. if you got if it, if you could sell it for three hundred, no seventy. Well, the the family one's three hundred, right? Yeah. Yours is yes, two hundred, and you you uh, owe eighty. Yeah. So you have one hundred twenty in that right. one. Yep. So if you wanted to keep the more expensive oh, I hear one, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could do that. But oh, one gotcha. of these has to go. Either way, you could knock uh, almost it all the, the debt. Out. But hey, Tion, when you clear out your debt like that, you can't go back into credit card debt for lifestyle. So Cut this is going to be a sweep that's going to help you. But Tion needs to change Tion, or it's not going to work. You're going to be back right. in the, the same position if you're not careful. Yeah, you're <laughs> too successful and too smart. I'm excited for you, though, Tion. You but got some good stuff ahead. Future's bright, my man. This is The Ramsey Show.